0: All right, everybody, ready?
1: Yep. <laughs> Wee.
0: As autumn comes and all things start to die, there is one town that doesn't feel the chill. This town that often gets passed by and by will soon be reason for a slaughter killed. Yes, there are ghosts within this haunted town and ghosts do not come out to just frolic. No, these ghosts will kill you perhaps even drown or give your baby a case of colic. There is no sense to fight it You just have to delight it. As a long handshake becomes a clasp of death, Blood on Blood is this town's final breath. We now present to you a tale so true called Blood on Blood on Blood Part 2.
1: Ah, me, Lord Lugosi, what a drab and dreary day, just as we like it, for without the sun, our skin stays beautiful.
2: Yea, without the sun, the wrinkles will not come, but what does come is a stranger into town.
1: A stranger, you say? For we have not had a stranger here, L- Lord See, we have not had a stranger here for plenty a year. In fact, so many years, I cannot remember how long it has been.
2: Madam seer, it has been quite a while for the reputation of the town grows mile by mile and sadly death by death.
1: Yea the reputation of this town be great, for we are known for our youthful appearance and our beautiful skin and the wisdom within that we carry, for we do seem to live somewhat eternally. I cannot remember again. How long have we been
3: alive?
2: Ah, Memory have I not of my birth, for it be so long. I, of course, remember of the blood that I have drank of strangers that have come, but since strangers so few, nowadays I begin to think my hue grows worse.
1: Ah, thy hue be almost blue. The fairest of white skin upon your beautiful vision seems to be turning and I do fear that it is lack of vitality.
2: Madam Seer, lack of vitality, you wound me with these words. With thy breath, say something of nice manner, or I will my entire ego implode deep into my soul, and I will withdraw as I am wont to do.
1: Lord Lugosi, please do not implode, for that would be such a foul vision upon this beautiful village. It is so pristine in these shades of gray scale that we so do appreciate. And should you implode, thy guts would be all over the place.
2: Verily, my guts all over the place, at least the shades of red would be dark with grays combined, a color filter most strange in my mind. I think of color when it would be my guts on the ground. Are these the thoughts of a man whose sound?
1: A shade of red, how dare thee a shade of red? Thou beest treading most trepidatiously to introduce
2: a shade. I remember with thy words a shade of red. The last I saw of such was when Madame Seer, Thou didst wear a dress most suggestive.
1: Ah, thou dost know my secrets. I must away before thou revealest more about me.
2: Ah, the irony. Madam Sia runs away when one doth see her inner secrets.
4: Excuse me, young fellow. Hello, hi. So sorry to bother you. Yes. Um, my my car broke down just a mile outside of town and I, uh, I've been walking in these heels in the sun and I'm just wondering if perchance there's a place where I can make a phone call
3: and also rest my feet. <laughs> there is but one telephone upon the village wide. I shall take you there. Thank you. Know, the the heels upon your feet—they are a startling shade of red. Oh, do you like them? I—I <laughs> I know not. I'm—I'm I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> what a peculiar way to greet a fine traveller! Please do come with me to the telephone.
4: I—I I thank thee. And uh, what be thy name, good sir? Uh, my my
3: my name is Endeavour It was Roger. Oh, didst
4: thou change thy name?
3: In a matter of speaking, one goes through many iterations of oneself, and my name was Roger, so today I shall also be Roger. (laughs) What (laughs) What an (laughs) odd little man you are. (laughs) My name is Isabella, if thou desirous to know. (laughs) I would have guessed, for thou hast the face of an Isabella. What, this Isabella does not know that my name was Roger, but now do dead people have names I know not? I shall keep the name I had when I was alive and take great awful care to not touch her, for she will simply perish with my ghostly hands and I have met my murder quota already please come with me to the telephone what brings you this way in this world oh I do thank thee I'm
4: on a a trip across the roads of all the country and I've been in my car for many a month (laughs) and yet I find myself growing weary and wishing to find a place to call home
3: Well, this is home to, to a many group of people. Maybe perhaps we can entice you to stay a little longer. I feel your car is not going anywhere.
4: Oh, thou art very kind and very wise, for it is true, my car just... It will not move, it will not turn over, just stopped.
3: <laughs> it It merely stopped? As if this was to be its... I dare say resting place.
4: Oh, thou speakest very carefully, I see, and yet I do think thou speak'st truth, for I did have a full tank of the gasoline, and the car did have its mileage check just three days ago, and yet I come upon this village, and the car doth move no more.
3: thinketh me not nosy, but Isabella... Where did you want to go upon your journey set out those days ago?
4: Indeed, I did not have a destination in mind. I only wished to escape the place I moved from. And if thou mindest not, I wish not to speak of that just yet,
3: for it is oh. very pressing. Oh, I do apologize. Pray, put one red trotter in front of another, and I shall take thee to the telephone.
4: I thank thee.
0: This phone shall remain out of order, or at least be treated as such, until I receive the call I've been awaiting. Uh, uh, uh,
1: uh, uh, Fair husband, uh, thou dost uh, speak aloud to uh, the atmosphere again.
0: Yea, I fear if I do not repeat what is going on within my mind that my mind may well forget it.
1: The, thy mind has been in a pattern of forgetting. For the I have been speaking the same phrase over and over about the telephone.
0: Well, yes. That if I do forget, I do wish for you to repeat the things that I have said to me. I you haven't. are my wife, my reminder. You are my Miranda.
1: Ah, yay. And yet, that not be my name, must I remind thee once again that I am Mildred.
0: Well, I am sorry I have asked you to embroider your name upon your chest, but instead you in- simply embroider an M, and I cannot remember all the M names which one thoust prefers. Aye, yea, well, thou
1: couldst just remember that my name be the ugliest M name. That should suffice.
0: Oh, no. Uh, an ugly name would not fit such a person we need things like rose be not a pretty name but it be a pretty flower these opposites balance out everything within the world
1: uh, yeah and you and I be opposites for I am old and most shrivelled I seem to be the only thing aging in this town and and yet thou art without much memory clueless as a barrel of cement yet thou art The most beautiful creature that doth exist in this world of grey.
0: Yea, it is a curse to be rich with beauty, but poor with mind sensibilities. (laughs) My dear Mildew, I do not want you to put yourself down and compare yourself to the others in this town, for you surely must have your own talents, even if they be a secret to myself and everyone else.
1: Well, uh be age a talent, for I do believe I am the oldest raisin here. I, I simply seem to shrivel across the years, and I be the only one that remember that we have been here a thousand years. Hush!
0: My dear Mildrana, I do not wish you to throw out numbers for... Who is that I see with Roger but a visitor, an outsider, someone who... I, I cannot remember the last time we had a, a visitor so youthful, so rosy, so ready.
1: Ah, uh, there you go again, with your wandering eye, which I cannot blame upon you for thy mind. If, if thy entire body be a block of cement, thy mind is just pure granite. I I shall let you go and greet them for thou wilt not remember your encounter anyway. Ring. Come back for dinner. Ring. Dost Hello? thou remember how to answer the telephone? Ring. I, I, I,
2: yeah,
0: I, I know not which end to put near my mouth and which end to put near my ear. Ring. Will you please assist me?
1: Oh, hold it like this and say, Hello, this is
0: Bob. Hello, this is Bob.
2: <laughs> Speaketh me to Bob? Yay. H- hello, this is Bob. This be thy opportunity to warrantize thy vehicle.
1: Bob, Bob, do place that down. That is a solicitor. It gives me great frown. Put it down, put it down.
0: I am I, sorry you have upset my wife, and I must hang up on you. Click. What was I doing by the phone in the first place, dear Miranda? I, I know not.
1: Well... Uh, what I do know is there is a worn-looking visitor outside, be she uh, glowing, she looks a bit ragged, and uh, in my age I know but one thing, and that is all things do pass through this town one way or another, so she does not worry me.
0: Yea, okay, descend into the cellar, and I shall see what is upon us. I shall descend
1: into the cellar of gruel and...
3: Mm, but. And so you see, Isabella, so that is why every dog is technically left-handed.
4: <laughs> well, I never even thought of it that way. That's rather brilliant. And I that does speak with great knowledge.
0: <laughs> Roger, what great knowledge are you giving this 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 kind new visitor to our humble town? Ah.
3: Hello there, Bob. Bob, Isabella, Isabella,
0: and Bob. I uh, am pleased to meet you, Isabella. How do you do? <laughs> I am. I am well. Thank you for asking. I believe I am well. I. How, does anyone really know how they are in any given circumstance? It it be like the weather. It may look like a rain cloud, yet it may not hold rain. Indeed, the people of this
4: village, the ones I have met, speak with much knowledge. H- have you met many
0: in this village? Just the two of you. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, uh, good. Uh, yes, we, we do have quite quite the wealth of, of knowledge here in this town.
4: Well, then it does seem that I have broken down in the correct place.
0: Uh, yeah. yes. yes. In yes. more ways than one. Yes.
3: <laughs> um,
0: but perhaps you will do
3: the honour. I have been awfully rude and uh, have not seen fit to shake Isabella's hand, for I have shaken many hands this quarter if you catch my meaning
0: oh uh, yes uh, it it be a custom around here fair is a, is i a uh, that we uh, only shake hands of 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 a select number of people in this town to to help the hospitality be spread even i see tis, tis well odd, but when in Rome <laughs> yes, yes, when in Rome. Indeed. Now, I I assume you are coming up here for the use of the sole telephone, but it is unfortunately out of order at the moment. Might I accompany you to the restaurant where we may all have a bite to eat?
4: Oh, that would be quite lovely. I thank thee, for I do find myself famished.
0: Ah, yes, we all feel a little pickish and hangry at times in this town, but now with your arrival, I am sure that we will prepare a delicious feast.
4: Methinks there be something a bit odd about this town, perchance not the town itself, but its inhabitants, and though I have met but two, I get a strange feeling that all is not well here.
2: From the second floor of my lair, I, Lord Lagos, stare down at the scene unfolding below. Oh, a stranger walks among us, and those heels. The greys, they swirl about, and they run, and they flit, and they fly, for those heels are deep and dark, and red the color. Red. <laughs> oh, if Madame Seer could be here now.
1: You rang?
2: Madame <laughs> Seer. Look, look through my spirit. Look through my eyes. Look down through the window. Let your mind go and merely taste the air.
1: I do taste the air and it tastes of fresh flesh, one that I have not licked for some time, as thou dost not let me near thee any longer, because thy skin is to be preserved, because thou art the one who must be of utmost beauty in this town, well, let me tell you, I have seen a thing of greater beauty, and should I go down, thou shalt go down with me.
5: Nay, nay, go thou down not, for
2: that heel, the one on the right, the one with the most red upon it, is mine. And when I have tasted of it, when I have sucked dry its essence, then, might the town all have merely the other heel? We and are... I first.
1: We are all thirsty, Lord Lagos. Even though thou dost have a bit of information over my head, I will not let your threats keep me from fighting you for that
2: first heel. Would you like that information to come out, Madam Seer? Would you like it to become knowledge to the entire town why they exist in this state? Why they must live a thousand years with no life and no death?
1: That was the entire point, is that I did not want that information out. I appreciate
2: how- I wanted to drive that point home.
1: As thou dost often desire to do. Yes, oh Lord Lugosi of the last word. Oh, you and your language. While you sit here and stutter and mutter and talk about action, I shall take some and I shall run down there and snag my luncheon first.
2: At thy own risk, Madam Seer.
1: I'd be halfway down the stairs already.
3: (laughs) Master, Master Lugosi, shall I stop the Seer? Would you like me to prevent her from leaving your lair?
2: Igor, just once I say nay. (laughs) Let's have Madam Seer have her way. For truthfully, it all be part of my plan.
4: Oh, master!
3: The <laughs> lies IN ALL the village. Wilt thou tell me thy plan? Nay, tell me not thy plan, for I will not understand. But I will trust unto thee.
2: <laughs> Nay, thou beest far too dumb to understand the incus. Inc- inc- I, I can't even say incutriceina oh. and the finer points of my plan. Thou speaks to right. I have very
3: little intelligence, but I will follow thee until death.
2: Igor, thy loyalty is noted. And though there be no death here, it is of great gratefulness that I have thee.
3: And so, dear Isabella, that is why every vacuum cleaner hums in the key of F-sharp.
4: Thou art very wise, for I did didst never notice the key in which a vacuum cleaner doth hum. And yet, is that perchance also why dogs are so disturbed by the sound?
3: Quite so. We have a sharp one here. Alison, <laughs> please, a sandwich for my new friend.
4: Oh, I thank thee. And um, may, might I ask, what, what be the sandwich made of?
3: Oh, well, for somebody who is definitely an expert on food and consumption, as if I have not been denied that right for these fourteen years, but ham.
4: Oh, I do pray thee, I, I cannot consume the meat of the pig, nor the cow, nor the chicken, but only that of the fish. Dost thou have any, or perchance some vegetables? A fish or a vegetable for my friend? Oh, I thank thee.
5: Oh, yes, I have got a fish. I've got a a, a ham fish sandwich for ye. Oh, um. This is local. It comes from our own lakes, the, the great gray lake that you may have walked around as you admired our beautiful view.
4: Indeed I did, and thou say'st thou fished, This from that lake?
5: Yes, yes, it's all local here. We don't import anything into this town. Everything is raised and cared for and slaughtered right here at my establishment.
4: Oh, my. And uh, be'st thou the owner of this establishment?
5: Oh, no, no, not an an owner, merely a steward, for my boss is always present, but never in, if you catch my meaning.
4: Ah, I think I might perchance be more tired than I originally had thought, for I understand thee not.
5: <laughs> yes, yeah, so you wish to rent a room upstairs, then. We are a full, full bed and breakfast and lunch and dinner establishment.
4: Oh, indeed, that would be oh, quite lovely, for I do find myself, I hmm, pray you pardon me, nearly, nearly falling asleep into my coffee.
3: Ooh. Perhaps the Lady Isabella should like a room and a sandwich upon my tab, my good fellow.
5: Absolutely, Roger. I will uh, I will put that on your tab, and here are the keys to the finest suite we have. Oh, this Just is Just at the top of the stairs.
4: Thou art far too kind, both of
3: both of you. I I will pay thee back. Should they hear any, uh, uh, wetting of knives or, um, wiping down of surfaces? Tis but the wind.
5: Yea, we do get busy around this time of evening, so if this place be full of people when you awake, have no fear, just come down and I will have a delicious feast for you. Oh, I,
4: I do thank thee again. I, I do believe I shall retire. These stairs here?
5: Yes, yes. Be careful of the creaky one.
4: And yet as I go, methinks I shall not sleep a wink this night, despite the fact that I am suddenly so tired. Ah, Bob, to bump
1: into thee in the middle of the town road um dost thou remember with thy simple granite mind that i am Madame sear
0: of course i do madam sear you said i uh i'm sorry i have something else at the top of my mind i roger has a guest and they've just gone into the bed and breakfast lunch and dinner
2: ah
1: so thou dost know about the guest with those fancy red heels
0: Yea, I I see the word has traveled faster than I could possibly bring it. How knowest thou about the red shoes?
1: The red shoes have been visible for miles around, and and thou hast forgotten again my name, Be Madden Seer. So I have been seeing these for years, and I have been waiting for them to come o'er the mountains and o'er the mist, and down this long and seemingly unending path into the horizon for years.
0: Uh, yea, we all know the paths we trod in this town. Tell me, d- who else knows of this new visitor? Please tell me it, be not Lord Lagosi.
1: Ah, thou canst apparently have some sort of forethought. Yea, Lord Lagosi also knows.
0: Yea, yeah, I, have, I have written upon my forearm, etched with a knife to... Avoid Lord Lugosi, and I knew that there be a reason for such a warning upon my own arm.
1: Goodness, that dost bleed a, a foul color of, of black. That be the blackest blood I have seen in a long time. Well. It's
0: no longer a shade of gray. It is dark, like, like the rest of the town is becoming. Yay, devoid re- of color, devoid of hope, devoid of any light.
1: But when the hope doth flee we have our lives to live uh, who needs hope when we live here eternally uh, yea the one thing i cannot remember that i cannot see is how long we have been here again i think thy thy is it your mother or grandmother who's the the mildewy one uh, be that your wife i yay. do not know. ah it be,
0: it be my wife i know for this ring also with my carved finger that does say The ugly be my wife.
1: Ah, yes, she be the only one who knows how long we've been around. In the meantime, to preserve myself, I shall away faster than thee and get to those red shoes first.
5: Uh, Madam, uh, madam, uh, uh, uh,
0: curse my brain. I must etch her name into my thigh so that I may remember how to stop her when I see her by and by.
2: Good townspeople, I have given the alert to bring you all into this bottom room of the bed town, bed and breakfast that serves all meals of the day, for there be a fresh stranger woman sleeping up above of which I know all wish to feed. Oh, yes.
6: I'm so hungry.
2: Are we? Yummy, oh, yummy! Yea, I hear thy weak voices, and I know that all ye would have strength with just a bit of taste of flesh or blood of that above. But I have other news as well. Madam Seer, I caught trying to get the first lick. <gasps> <laughs> well, that's already research. <laughs> I would not let her have it. And so I have binded her with binds of twine, the vines that would make her not able to move, and she sits next to me. Would you say a word, Madam Seer? The <laughs> first thing of making her
6: feel. I understand not the words that she tries to say. Please remove the twine from around her
0: tongue.
2: Yes, let's do so.
1: (sighs) Thou didst catch me once again, Lord Lugosi. Damn thy long feet which allow you to run like a swift bird of
4: the ground.
2: (laughs) Thy... Eloquent words wound me to the quick madam seer, a bird of the ground. Oh, I would be a bird that flies, but nay, this be not a battle of insults.
1: Nay, for I cannot insult thee any longer. I do fear that this twine has bound me and my mind and now I cannot even see, I can barely speak and I am disintegrating moment by moment.
6: I worry that we all face the same fate, for none of our minds are are working as they once did. It's been too long since we've had fresh blood pumped from our hearts into our own minds, brains, and bodies.
3: Indeed, Master. Shall we begin the feeding soon, for we do starve? See an opportunity now, for I do detest these people. I am always the last reflection. She was my friend first. I shall away up the stairs and hover by her window in my ghostly visage, for this is mine to either love or feast.
2: Quiet down all, quiet down all. I brought you here not merely to feast as usual, once one every one hundred years upon a stranger, but also to say today that all ye have a choice
1: except for me clearly
2: (laughs) except for the one entwined yea, but the choice refers to the one in all entwined for the reason all live and die and not live and die and live in limbo perpetually is because of the curse upon the madam seer Ooh. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> Jay, what, what, what is exactly the response I thought that there would be. If Madame Seer were to die, the curse would be lifted and all would become mortal. So I ask all here today, would you go up the stairs to eat or would you eat Madame Seer and choose to die? Tis hard to make a choice on
6: such an empty stomach as it has been over a hundred years since we last feasted. Uh, perhaps we could have a small bite and then think about the decision at hand.
2: Nay, for if only one small bite comes from that lady above, then the curse will not lift. It will continue for another hundred years. Another century of limbo.
6: I shall consult with Roger, the skeptic of the town, to see if an easier answer can be found.
2: I I, I I look and I I see Roger not.
3: Oh, I shall hover from outside of the window and keep an eye on my lunch or love. I see her now, her lips are moving as if she is speaking to herself. I shall press and see if I can hear. What do thou say, Isabella? Isabella, if you are speaking now, I... Th- I don't know how you're feeling. I want to get into the mind of my food. I just wonder. I see your lips moving. What is it that you say? My good Lord, please let me survive but this night, and
4: then I will find my way out of this cursed village and find my way to humanity and and sanity again. I please, I beg of you, I beg of you, please do not let me die this night, please.
3: Oh, she prays to above. That makes the flesh much too salty for my tongue. Oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, 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 please. She is kind of manners as well. Oh, God, but needs must I tell you.
4: Oh, I do find myself growing weary, and yet must I stay awake, for I do fear that, should I close my eyes, I ne'er shall open them again.
3: Her eyes, they droop, her gullet doth snore, I shall open this window and take upon my forever midnight snack. Okay, who's there?
4: Be someone here? Chance, it is only my mind and my own fear. I must have fallen asleep and did dream it. I fear me that I will not be able to stay awake. there. Isabella. Who
3: says that? I pray thee, come into the light so I may see thee. Isabella, tis I your friend from before, but you cannot see me, for through the moonlight can you see me in my full and proper state of translucence? As I reach my hand out to touch you, you will feel the coldness that nobody else has felt here for these years gone past. Roger,
4: thou art frozen. What? what means this? Do I dream
3: or am I awake? It matters not. You are stuck between dream, sleep, awake, and sight. I
4: can see nothing, and yet I feel so very cold.
3: I shall scoop you up so my arms wrap around yours. I holdeth you to my ghostly chest and I waft in the smell of the flesh that I have missed out on. I hear the creak in the step, the fourth one from the bottom. Help me, he, someone, please, help me. The footsteps they approach it. I shall continue to freeze my dinner a frozen meal if you will!
2: Open the door! Open the door, I say! Open the door!
6: Roger, is that you in there? We we gotta talk about something!
2: (laughs) If thou wilt not open the door, we force it in!
5: Ah! 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 Get away!
2: Roger, thou hast taken upon thyself to eat the first bite. It tasted of red.
6: And now you've taken a second, and a third, and a fourth. Save some for the rest of the town, dear Roger. Dost thou save
3: some for me? Fourteen of our last visitors I saw not a smidge, for thou devourest right before me. Where is Roger? Nobody asked. Where is Roger? Cared, nobody. I wasted away, therefore, and much more ghostly than you. But now, you see my edges sharpen, you see my opaque become completely solid.
1: He is gaining power. What shall we do?
2: I grow weak. I knew not what it was like to feast for these 100 years, and I will not know what it is like to feast for 100 more.
3: Ah, yes. Let go, see this is what happens when you fail to equally distribute the feast of the humans. You forever told us to fight tooth and
6: nail for the strongest shall survive. I be the strongest. Are you not now making the same mistake by having all of Isabella for yourself and none for the rest of us, your friends, your townspeople? But but, what
3: well, you, you, you'll devour us a person but last month, did you not?
6: Well, well yea, but it's it like having breakfast in the morning. It only makes you hungrier for an earlier lunch. You you must not be so selfish, for thy stomach is small, as small as a, a mouse, and we be rats or or possums or larger. Oh, Boy. I did
3: not think of that. My edges, they grow far too sharp. I can feel the intensity around me. It tingleth upon thy skin that I did not have.
2: (laughs) Good roger. Thou hast eaten too much. For as I look upon the body of good Isabella, I see fold of leg upon fold of arm. Upon fold of thorax, thou hast eaten blood on blood.
1: My dear uh, husband, uh, bo- uh, Bob, uh, how fair thy day in town? Uh, did you happen to meet thy company?
0: Yea, I did miss. I did, uh... I did escort them, uh, the new visitor, into the town, and I I just reminded myself to to invite you for... For soon we shall feast.
1: Oh, oh, dearest husband Bob, thou hast forgotten that down here in the basement with the gruel and the dirt, I happen to have a garden of growing parts and bits. For that is why I live so long. I am the one who takes all the parts of this town. And as all grow weak, I collect their meat. I collect their bones, I collect their hopes, I collect their souls, and they're down here with me in the basement for you to feed upon till thou wilt forget again another day tomorrow morn.
0: <laughs> uh, yes, I, I finally remember why I carved Lord Lugosi's name into my arm to not make the same mistake as he, to, to share our bounty with the rest of the town. I must. I must call, Madame, Madame. Uh, what? What's it? the one who doth see? Oh, and thou, kill.
1: <laughs> oh, funny husband! Thou canst not call for, for thou dost not remember their names clearly. For thou dost hardly remember thy words, dearly. Ah, what a pleasant, pleasant thing to have a husband without a brain!
0: <laughs> oh, ugly. "'Hideous Melissa, or whatever thy name be, "'thou hast sabotaged me, "'and now I fear that I'm missing the feast "'and not dining as I should. I, "'I take my last breath. "'That's not good.'"
1: There is no feast to miss. They all feed upon each other until they turn into their own mist, and I suck it up into my lungs. I drink it, I live off it, and though I shall never be beautiful as thee, or any of they, I will be the one who lives the next day.
0: And the cycle of death goes on as it should, with blood on blood on blood. It's no good. We didn't learn our lesson, from part one, as we should. So here ends Blood on Blood on Blood, Part Two.